Well, hello, my name is Aaron Ferguson, and I'm, I will be leading the devotion today here at noon. And I wanted to give you a couple of announcements as to what is going on here at Carney Free Church. And you can check this out at carneyfree.com news. And so here are a few things. Um, one of the things that we are continuing to focus on right now is from Sunday to every day to love the one. And so who is that one person that God has placed in your life that you are able to love on? You're able to share the good news with, you're able to serve, you're able to send food or whatever during uh, uh, social isolation. Um, and then also um, the 2020 Columbia missions trip has been canceled due to COVID-19 and you can find further details on that. And then if you are not a part of a grow group, uh, we have a starter life group class that you can click on here on our website and meet with other people online through Zoom or uh, Google Meet. And then finally, if you have some videos you'd like to share of what's been going on in your life or things that you've been doing to pass the time, all you gotta do is submit a, a video to and then hashtag eFreeFamily. Would love to see what you guys are up to. Um, but today I'll be sharing a devotional of weapons to fight against the evil one. Um, I titled it, Not Today, Satan, because He's not going to be able to win today against us. But uh, right now, a lot of people feel cooped up. Um, they are used to working every day. They're used to um, being able to do the things that they need to do, go to the grocery store. And as we are cooped up in our homes or not working as much, we have financial stress. Uh, maybe even spouses are getting uh, annoyed by each other, frustrated with each other. Your kids are, are frustrating you. They're not doing their homework. And uh, the stress levels and the temptations are on an increase. And the evil one is taking advantage of these weak moments that we have as families and as friends. And he's going to attack us. And we see here, when we are tired, hungry, alone, and stressed, the evil one and his fallen angels are going to attack you in your weakest moments. We even see Jesus as he is led by the Spirit into the wilderness for 40 days. He's fasting. He's not eating. And he's tired. He's hungry. He's alone. And he's stressed. And Satan tried to take advantage of Jesus during these moments to get him to forfeit what God has called him to do as the Savior of the world. And Jesus used these specific weapons to fight back. And we're going to talk about how to fight back against the temptations of the evil one. Because you and I both know that when you're alone and you're tired, you're sick, um, you are annoyed by the people that are around you, you're, you're socially distancing from people, that the evil one is going to sneak in to those times. He's going to take advantage of our weakness. And I would, I would love to give you the right tools and weapons necessary to fight against the evil one. And some of you are watching right now. And maybe you have the wrong picture of who Satan is. Here's what Billy Graham said. Don't think of Satan as a harmless cartoon character with a red suit and a pitchfork. He is very clever and powerful, and his unchanging pur uh, purpose is to defeat God's plans at every turn, including his plans for your life. Satan is not a cartoon character. He doesn't have a pitchfork. He is powerful. And he does not like you. He hates you. And he wants to thwart any plans that God has for your life. It's important for us to have the right view of who, who Satan is. And then also, I think there are people, um, studies show that there are a lot of people who do not believe that Satan 
the devil, the evil one exists, that there are no supernatural evil forces that hate us. And um, as I was thinking about this, what is the proof that there are that there is evil here in the world? I watched a documentary on Netflix about Ivan the Terrible. Ivan the Terrible was a guard during the concentration camps during World War II. And he did such atrocious things, such terrible things to these innocent people that it's hard to believe that he could just think of these evil atrocities on his own. And I was, as I was watching this, I, I was somewhat placed in fear because I was like, I can't believe people can stoop to such evils. And if you watch any sort of war documentaries or any sort of murder TV shows, we can see that people will stoop to such terrible evils, especially if these thoughts of evil and of hatred um, go unevaded. And so um, as I was watching this, I thought, man, this is a testament to the fact that there is an evil power out there that hates us, and he wants to influence us and destroy us and kill us. Um, some people may even think that Satan... Um, uh, that that sin is not something that's that we're born into some people think that sin is something that we discover over time and here's how i could argue that another reason why i believe that satan exists you see my one and a half year old daughter sometimes when we take things away from her she will get upset and just the other day i took something away from her and she did not like it and she got her claws and she called me on the face. And you can see right here that she got me pretty good. Um, my daughter, who I love, and she loves me, during this moment of frustration, wanted to show me that she's upset. And I believe the evil one influenced her to claw at my face as and inflict as much damage as she could as a one and a half year old. But what is what do these things tell us? That there really is an evil force that hates us and wants us to not only um, hurt others around us, but hurt ourselves. Satan wants you to live a life of misery and a life of absolutely no success. And he wants you to not believe in the promises of God. Look at first Peter five, eight and nine, be alert and sober mind. Your enemy, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. Right now, worldwide, people are dealing with a lot of temptations, a lot of isolation, a lot of loneliness, a lot of negative thoughts. And I want you to know that around the world, we're all experiencing this. And we can resist the temptations of the evil one. We can fight against the, the temptations of the evil one, the thoughts that he places in our minds. And we do not have to do the things that he is pressuring us to do. Satan is absolutely real and he's looking to crush you and make you lose at life. <clears throat> so how are ways that Satan tempts us? C.S. Lewis gives a fictional account um, in the Screwtape letters of a demon named Screwtape who is coaching his demon nephew, Wormwood, on how to tempt uh, people and how to cause people to lose. And here's what he said to him. Tortured fear and stupid confidence are both desirable states of mind. So if you want your subject that you're trying to get to, to be tempted 
as a demon, here's what you need to do. You need to have them have tortured fear and absolutely ridiculously stupid confidence about their own abilities. That's the place that you want to get them. So let's, let's overview that a little bit. So how does the evil one try to destroy us? He tries to give us irrational fear. And we've talked a lot about fear during disturbing times and things like that. But then also something that we may not talk about a lot is pride in ourselves, pride in our own abilities. The, the fact that we got ourselves up by our bootstraps. We're the ones who got us where we are, not taking into account anything that God has provided for us. And I want to highlight a little bit fear. Here's a couple of thoughts that you could have right now as you're struggling with the temptations that you want. No one will ever love me. You may think during these times of isolation and loneliness that because of the things that you've done, the, the sin that you've done, the mistakes you've made, no one's ever going to love you. Or I'll never get out of this. What I'm living right now is going to happen forever and it'll never get better than this. And maybe another thing you may think is I can't trust anyone. Um, and because I can't trust anyone, I must do this on my own. And here are a couple of pride things that could boil up inside of you. Look at what I accomplished because of my gifts and abilities. I'm the one who got myself where I'm at. I'm the one who conquered my fears. I'm the one who um, was successful in this business endeavor. And I'm the one who uh, got myself here. Or I'm so much better than everyone else. Look at those sinners. Look at those people who can't even follow the Ten Commandments. Look at those people who don't read the Bible. Look at those people who are struggling with fear. I don't struggle with fear. I am so much better than them. And then maybe this last one is no one can criticize me. I can't trust anybody. Therefore, no one can criticize me. We have pride, too much pride to receive constructive criticism from those that we trust. And so what weapons do we have to combat these thoughts and the evil one? First, say or shout this. I am loved by God. First John 4, 4.18 says this. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. Because Jesus was punished as a sinner on our behalf, we do not have to be punished. And we don't have the fear of being punished because Jesus took care of that on the cross. So when fear starts to creep in, when you start thinking, does God even love me? Does God even care about me? Am I going to suffer forever in this uh, temptation. Here's what you need to say. I am loved by God, or I am a child of God. He has made me his child. You could even shout it out loud. Your neighbors or your family may think you're crazy, but do it. Shout, I am loved by God. Satan wants you to think that you are not loved by God, because how dare you sin like that? How dare you make those mistakes? God will never I receive you back, but that's not true. God loves us and you can say it or you can shout it. Also, you need to give Satan the stiff arm. James 4, 7 says this, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. First, submit yourselves to God. Um, you give everything over to God. God, you're in control. God, I trust you. God, I love you. I'm going to follow wherever you lead, whether I understand it or not. And so first we submit ourselves to God. Then we resist the devil. And so I call it the good old stiff arm where you, boom, resist the devil and say, Satan, you cannot tempt me. 
You cannot control me. I'm going to follow uh, God's lead, and I'm not going to listen to what the lies that you're going to tell me. And, and it's important for you to remember, you do not have to dwell on the lies that the evil one's going to share with you, that you're not enough. Nobody cares about you. You're the one who accomplished all these things. Don't dwell on those thoughts. Actually remove those thoughts, submit to God, and then resist the devil and give a good old stiff arm. Third, shout the names of God or speak the names of God. Speak scripture to the temptations and the lies of the evil one. Psalm 66, 1 through 3. Shout for joy to God all the earth. Sing the glory of his name. Make his praise glorious. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds, O God. So great is your power that your enemies cringe before you. The name of God, the name of Jesus alone, is powerful enough to cause the evil forces to flee and to cringe. By shouting the name of God, those temptations that creep in during these stressful times, from the evil one or from our flesh, wherever they come, they will flee by the name of Jesus, by proclaiming, Jesus, you are more powerful than these temptations that are creeping over me. Here's a couple of names that you can say. Father God, God is our Father. Father God, help me during these times of temptation. Help me during these times where the evil one wants me to uh, lose. Yahweh, strong tower, Alpha, Omega. These names of God are more powerful than any ploy or any temptation that the evil one throws your way. And it's important for you to also to hide the scriptures in your heart, to memorize them. And uh, what we see Jesus do when he is in the wilderness for 40 days, Satan will say a half-truth, that's a lie, and Jesus will speak a full truth found in Scripture in opposition to the half-truth that the evil one will share with them. The evil one's going to tell you half-truths about yourself that sound like they're true. And what you can do is memorize the Scriptures and say, um, speak truth from the Scriptures over the lies that the evil one is trying to tempt you with. And it puts us in the right place of mind. It puts us in the right position to understand that we do not have to listen or dwell or think about the, the lies of the evil one. And then fourth, let your friends into your thoughts and heart. Satan wants you to be all alone in this battle. It's you versus the world. You can't believe anybody. You can't trust anybody. And when you allow friends into those thought places, so sometimes we have thoughts that go unchecked. And we don't want to share those with people because, like, man, what are they going to think about me? Here's the truth. Every person is tempted by their flesh, and every person is tempted by the evil one to do atrocious things. We are all tempted in various different ways by the evil one. No one is exempt from this, not even Jesus. And so when we share, you say, I've been tempted in this specific way recently then other person's going to relate to that because they too have also been tempted. And when we allow people into those thoughts, they can speak truth into those wrong thoughts that we are receiving from the one. That is not true about you. Or we can say those thoughts and ideas that you have, that is not true about who you are. God loves you. God has redeemed you. God has made you new. You're not being punished by God because he's already punished Jesus. We can allow people into those thoughts, into our hearts. Um, 
if we do not allow people into those dark spots, into those uh, evil thoughts, into those temptations, and share those with other people, we will fail. And we will continuously fail when the evil one throws his fiery arrows at us. And so here's a couple ways that you can apply this. Call up a friend and tell them your struggles. Be honest. Say, I need your help. And here's what I'm going to end with. John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. The evil one's purpose is solely this. He wants to steal from you. He wants to kill you and he wants to destroy you. But Jesus' purpose is this. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. When we resist the evil one, when we resist his temptations, his ideas that are wrong, that are wrong about God and what he thinks about us and wrong about who we are and our position before God, when we resist those and we uh, lean into the purposes that God has for us, God is able to do amazing and powerful things in our lives will be rich and satisfying. My prayer for you is um, in these next few days, in these next few weeks, as temptations start to um, knock on your door, that you will use these tools of the name of God, of, of memorizing scripture, of speaking the love of God over your lives, that you will use those tools to combat the evil one and his power will be knocked to the floor and you'll have the confidence to be able to boldly and with confidence look to God and say, God, thank you for allowing me to get out of temptation. Thank you guys so much for joining us for today's devotion. And I'm excited to see what God's going to do as you use these weapons to fight against the evil one. Look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow in tomorrow's devotional.